It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 861. Happy hump day, Gronks. What's happening? What's going on? Sev, uh, you join us this morning. Well done. Yeah, happy hump day. Yeah, great episode. You should go and listen. It is, it is fun. Have you, you already listened to it? Ah, uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, I was inspired, like inspired listening to the, the, mm-hmm. the skill, the growth, the loveliness of the team. Yeah. Love it. Can you give us a yeah. tease, Mace? What, what can we expect? Uh, Jess is loose. She's mm-hmm. very funny on the show. Um, <laughs> probably, in my opinion, one of her best appearances yet on any podcast. Um, Amazing. And then, yeah, we've got we've got great great guests on the show, um, mm-hmm. and we're just doing ring arounds to check in with them. So go listen to yeah. it. Yeah, okay. I feel Jess Lucas uh, is one of those people that superstar. Like, out of a podcast context, you're right. It's like, she's great, sometimes outrageous, you know, uh, but, you know, within the boundaries, mm-hmm. it's that fine line of working out, do I go that far <laughs> on a podcast that <laughs> yeah. goes out to the public? Sure. And so, once she does do that, it's, yeah, yeah, she's finding that sweet spot. And so, mm-hmm. hopefully, this is just, you know... We need a we need a new nickname for Jess if it's wild wild Jess. Or well, she's going all in. Like it seems like she's going all in, which I appreciate. She's a superstar. Mm-hmm. Superstar. Yeah. Um, guys, I feel like it's uh, the holidays. Uh, Why? Yesterday, I was walking uh, in the hall of the apartment block, and I was like, it, I, there was a smell that actually gave me a feeling of um, happiness. But also just like mm. that, I w- that I was traveling. Can you it wasn't guess? Dale. <laughs> no, it wasn't Dale. <laughs> can you guess? Can you guess what the smell was? Well, I had a smell yesterday, Josh, that did mm-hmm. the exact same thing for me. So I'll just say what I, mine was, and hopefully it's the similar one. Mm-hmm. Sunscreen. No, that that is a good one. That is yeah, a great that, one. That, that is a great it, one. Brie has a certain sunscreen that yeah. when she puts on, I'm like, oh, for some reason, I feel like I'm in Dubai. Mm. What's going on? <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty. It's a pretty cheap way of traveling. No, yeah. the the smell was the smell of weed coming from my neighbor's apartment, and it reminded oh. me of the shitty hotels that Mason and I stayed in LA where it's just like you can't get rid of the smell even Vegas I feel like has that happening a little bit Uh, yeah yeah you said Mace you mean um, Nace oh no you said Nace Nace sorry it sounded like Mace I was like did you guys go to LA without me did you guys go for a little travel trip (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah no Nace flew back Nason oh Nason yeah 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 yeah. definitely I mean it's California Mm -hmm. it's the smell of it's the Smell of California is marijuana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so and so, what did you do? You you, you kept walking and just smiling, or what, well, what no, was it was that? just one of those things where it's like Brie picks up on everything. So if if the neighbor's mm. being loud or whatever it is, she will, she loves a bit of like the other day, the neighbor had the music loud, and she was like put her ear up to the door of the neighbor to check that it was them, and then yeah. that neighbor was actually out of their apartment coming back. To their apartment door, and Breezy <laughs> was up against the door. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not sprung. ideal. But no, so Bree, yeah, like I think that Bree's default is like she loves to create a story about the different neighbours, and so yeah. her perspective on the weed. Like I'm like, 
smell this and you know, open the she's like oh for mm. fuck's sake and then she's you know pointing at the door that it is or whatever I'm like I like it that's good <laughs> so anyway that, that's what reminded me of holidays so I'm, I'm currently uh, in LA at a um, what was it called <laughs> a Super 8 I think was the shit oh, motel yeah. that uh, Nissan and I stayed at where I thought I was going to yeah. die well the yeah the sunscreen <laughs> was yesterday for me mm-hmm. putting it on Bodhi and it just it was amazing it was like I was in very close to him at the point, and I and I was just sniffing it, and I was, and it took me back to being a kid on the beach on holidays. Yeah, and it was it was so nice, and it was it was um, also mixed with we were flying a kite for the first time, him and I, oh. and for the first time thinking, ever. Well, with Bodie, with Bodie, I've flown sure. a kite before, okay. but yeah. you know you get given presents. We got given a present. I haven't flown a kite for twenty years at least. Okay. Um, got given it for his third birthday mm-hmm. and it's one of those presents you get, oh, fuck. Like, I just saw it in its packet. A two string like, or a oh. one string? One string. Okay, that's better. Like, oh, two strings is fucking hard work. Well, primo, yeah. yeah primo. It's for the adults. Yeah. That's for the adults. Um, so, yeah, we got this thing and I'm just like, oh, it has to, you know, there's a lot that has to go right to fly the kite. Mm-hmm. You want it really windy. If it's like subpar wind, it just falls down. It's very challenging. I feel like but it was mate, so windy yesterday though. Dude, Surely like it's almost oh, not dude. height safe with how windy it was. <laughs> dude, it, <laughs> this thing was going. This thing was up real high. Uh-huh. Bodhi was loving it. I was just, it made me so happy. I was like, when would you ever as an adult... Fly a kite at the park. I'd fucking do uh, it. Just go and do it. No, but like, no, you've I'm sure there is. Up. No, I'm definitely, I'm keen. Dude. To do it. Kites like, I wonder are fun. how, like the string, could you fucking David Blaine it? Like, how high could you get the kite? I wonder. Well, it needs to be, yeah, the appropriate wind, but I didn't even, I went probably uh, two thirds or even half of what the string was, and it was really? 40 meters in the sky. It was real oh high. God. What were you wearing? It was about? good. Oh, no, it's just annoying because any time I gave it to Bodie, he would like run and then throw it. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I'd be chasing after the kite. But it's really fun. I was just thinking about like, if you don't have a kid, mm-hmm. what's a way you can become, uh, you know, um, playful in your adult sure. life? Like, I, it's this is advice to myself if I didn't have a kid. I There's no chance I'd be down the park flying a kite. Yeah, yeah. No Which chance. I think- and so, what... A, I think I'm probably more, I have that kid nature, like uh, 97s and Grace got me a, a, a glove, like baseball gloves and um, a, a ball and I yeah. do intend to make <laughs> Brie go down to the park and we're going to throw that fucking ball. And so that seems like a very playful thing, don't you think? Yeah, it does. It does. What's another, th- if you were both mm-hmm. outside of one that's been given to you, sure. like if you were half ha- having thing? two be like childlike mm-hmm. and actually go out and do it what would it be oh like buying Sevs? magic tricks and stuff definitely oh well, yeah well the first I thought about frisbee it's not really playing with a frisbee now we I mean if you get a real bait like one of the ones with holes in it where anyone can throw it and it just yeah. goes miles like that's mm-hmm. I feel like that's childlike it is it has that same I know what you mean outdoors we had the same we had that frisbee at the park yesterday as well mm-hmm. um so, if you need to borrow one, Sevs, you can borrow okay, my, right. my Aro- Aerobi. It's got to be... Sa- yeah, see, see this... Josh, you're on to yeah. it, mate. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, cut the anxiety, cut the fucking self, um, self-concern. self Like, don't w- worry what other people say. <laughs> Josh, mm-hmm. today you're heading to Elwood Beach 
and you're building sandcastles. Sand <laughs> Look, I, I, it would be something that I'd be Don't into, but I feel like I'd be the type. The problem is, think about when you're a kid yeah. and if someone ruined your sandcastle, what you'd do. Like, could you imagine, like, man kills child who tries to destroy his <laughs> sandcastle? It's like- You've, you've got to enter into it with a new energy. You, you've got to sort of be like, look, if someone's going to ruin this, yeah, it's all part of the game. Yeah. Don't blow <laughs> up. Okay. I've got a promise. So, mm-hmm. I'm just envisioning what it'll, what it'll come out as mm-hmm. if we did a little video series where I follow Josh Jansen, who has to be a, a kid for the day. Mm-hmm. And okay, so, you looked after Bodhi, you're a dad mm-hmm. for the day, and I'd yeah. love to see you be a kid for the day. So, right. we're, going to the, we're going to the sand pit to build uh-huh. <laughs> castles. Yeah, nuggets. And <laughs> yeah, what else? What, what else is there? There's, I mean, Mace, what did you do? So, I didn't do any, I didn't play with toys as a kid. What did you do? Well, I mean, the other thing, like a lot of pool stuff, like pool toys, like an adult getting in one of those blow-up donuts. Like, I feel like- very Instagram. That, you know. <laughs> it is very Instagram. Flamingo. But even just... Yeah, fl- yeah. No, no. But just like, I remember like at the at the public swimming pool, I don't think they would do it now, but there were just like massive rubber mats that you would all... Oh, yeah! Nice play rash with. really Dude, bad. Like but chest caught rash. under them. But what about caught oh, under them? They like, full I got caught. Oh yeah. my I got God. caught under one. Harold Holt pool caught under <laughs> Oh, no. It. And I was just fucking... I mean, Harold Holt that's died. How, that's how, that's he, how Harold died. Like, he, he was fucking on a mat. Drowned. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I got caught under one. And I, I just remember, you know, I, gasping as I came up. Just... <laughs> scared. So scared. Oh. But that's another one. Climbing trees, JJ. Like, there's a little bit of element of risk involved. Um you know, s- the swings, the s- play set, like just drawing in the park. Oh, here we go. Like drawing on the ground. Everything I wanted chalk. to do with Bodhi in this lockdown. How about I just start doing that with you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the problem with chalk is just the... Um, <laughs> I mean, lockdown is a get nightmare, isn't it? No, I don't get asthma. But imagine the the pandemic. Think about how how dry everyone's hands are going to be. So, you're using hand sanitizer, <laughs> soap, and then you're going outside and playing with chalk. <laughs> like you're going to, you're going to have some serious eczema going on, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, jumping in the puddles. So kids do that, like mm-hmm. jumping in muddy puddles. It's, I mean, you you'll smile. That's what I think. What will happen is yesterday mm-hmm. I was just smiling, flying that kite, and Bodie's running off playing with the frisbee, and I'm just there. Uh, it, like I'll post it today on. Um, the daily talk shows Instagram, the only Instagram I really have access to. Um, I'll post it on there, but it is, it is a happy site. But maybe mm-hmm. try and be more childlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like like. One, of, one of the things, Grace and I got a clay set that we're going to be using oh, that's cute. this weekend. And like so, it's just like, I mean, clay? It's like different, like doing claymation? No, it's just like brown, brown clay, you know, just, just yeah. normal clay. But it's like, you know, that Play-Doh vibe of just mm-hmm. like, you know, you're making something, you know, they come, it is, comes with all the tools. So, gonna, yeah, is it going to be, be like fun. the scene from, what is it called? <laughs> is it Where you ghost? both just hold oh, ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Ghost? Is that what it is? Where's, well, what is that movie? You know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, ghost, yeah, yeah. Behind and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. guessing you don't have, but you don't have a, spinny? a kiln and all the-, the No, like, we, don't have a, we don't have a kiln, but we have one kiln? of those spinny things you that do? you put it on. Yeah, we have what? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have How? no idea. <laughs> Where I is it? It's mum and dad. It's in the garage. It's mum and dad's. It's probably like 
10, 15 years old. Really? That's great. Yeah. So, we that can use awesome. that, which will be fun. Um, see, see, this is awesome. So, Josh, you said you didn't play with toys. What were you doing mm-hmm. other than sort of building um, automated, or, uh, like, Tesla vehicles? <laughs> no, no, like, no. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that, like, mathematical or smart. Like, I wasn't doing, like, electronics or anything either. Like, for me, it was the um, – I've told this story before – but microphones, I was obsessed with microphones oh, and yeah, Big yeah, W yeah. had a $20 microphone, but it was really shit. And the and it was a, only a 1.2 meter cable mic length. Mm. And so, I would have to pull at, pull at it to like move it far enough away from my speaker so it didn't get feedback. Yeah. And so, every <laughs> few weeks, I would fuck it and I would have to tape it, tape the bottom of the microphone because otherwise it would sort of um, go in and out. Yeah, but, so yeah. I went through a lot of microphones. Um, well, see, I mean, the difference is if you... So, Josh, you see me ever riding a mm-hmm. bike or a skateboard and you're like, he's not that bad at that. Mm-hmm. That is a result of me spending probably a good eight hours a day at the sure. skate park mm-hmm. f- for like every fucking weekend or hours at night for years. I didn't get paid for doing the shit that <laughs> I didn't get paid for skateboarding. Yeah. You now just get paid for uh, working on mm-hmm. microphones back when you were four and five. Is, so it's paid handy. off for you, mate. It's a good investment. But maybe the adult years for you is your child years. The, mm. the childhood. Maybe that you, you just need to be consistent, right? Like I don't know if I'm like I'm not. Uh, what, what's it called? What do they say? Michael Jackson was a uh, fucking Peter Pan. Charles? Were you going to say child sex offender? No, no, no. no. I was going to say child star. (laughs) (laughs) Probably should have finished that one. Uh, No, he was a fucking Peter Pan, right? Which is like, never grow up. I don't think that I'm the Peter Pan guy. Um, Definitely not. But uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, iOS 14. Have you downloaded iOS 14, TJ? No, I'll do it today. today. Oh my gosh. So yeah, the only reason I got, you know, I I fucking I, I have to just put in my card again to Apple, so I can back oh it no, all up again gonna, before I. So you have to get the card out of the wallet. Yeah, that's exactly what I have. Yeah. That's it. So I just need the say. CSV on the back, yeah. whatever it is, and then that, I'm good. And then I'll mm. back up the phone and then do the no, update. That. I just don't want to do the update before the backup because you mm-hmm. know my luck. Yeah. Yeah. My whole Apple account will be taken. <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, well, I've noticed something with iOS 14 and Mace, you were using the beta. So, I'm mm. curious to see whether you got this. So, yeah. there's this new function where there's a little orange dot or a green dot on the top right of the iPhone. Sebs, yep. are, you, are you across yep. this? Yeah, I'm across this. Can you explain what it what it does? Well, so I mean, it's it's part of their little move towards making you know the phones a bit more private and in- increasing the transparency between things. And so, I believe orange means it was it's been recently active, and so an app has recently used your camera or your microphone. I think so orange is microphone, green, oh, green. and then is green's camera. Camera, yeah. And so, so it'll just show up on the little on the right. You'll see this little dot. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And it's because you have accessed something that has used your microphone or camera. So when you're on a phone call, you'll see the orange because you're on a call and it's using the microphone. Mic. Yeah, it's very um, random though. <clears throat> like it just it pops up in just like the weirdest place. Like it's well. So this is what strange. this is what worries me. So Instagram randomly. Uh, not using the camera, not using all that, the green 
uh, like switching between accounts, the green dot will appear for a second and go away, right? Mm. Uh-huh. And so I did some research and in July, there was an article all about this and Facebook came out and said, oh, this is a bug in our system. We're not actually accessing it. But this is the thing. They are accessing it. <laughs> they, 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 they actually are accessing it. So the thing is, it's not like it's a, it's a bug where the green dot is a bug. The, this, what the, like, so they're going around, in the, they're using this language which is saying, oh, no, we're not actually accessing it. What they mean is we're not going in and looking at the photos. But they yeah. are, like, the app is fucking accessing the yeah. camera. Like, it is prompting the iPhone to show the camera because iOS wouldn't show that green dot unless that's happening. Is that right, Seth? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Where is this going to? Like, is that... Is it? Is there some headquarter where there's a you know a, a guy on a computer that he hasn't moved in four years, mm. and he just turns <laughs> and gets fed you know food, and he's watching all this footage, deciding what he might cut together. Is it a Georgie a boy who's doing a replay of Instagram <laughs> users? No, well, just imagine like um, well, no. So think about it this way. Here, here's here's a thought. The what could you use the camera for? Like so the quick split second camera you, they could be doing things as simple as how much light is in your room so if you're going to bed and there's not much light in the room what does that mean what what do we serve when when the, mm. the room is dark versus it's a bright day like all of these different things i just think that all data, point, that, data points yeah the thing is this was an issue in july in beta and it's still happening Today, I feel like this must be something that is more cemented. And I think that the, the issue is that what they would probably argue is they would say, we're doing this for performance. So imagine if they, for instance, if your finger, if your thumb went to go to swipe right to access the camera, there could be an argument there where it's like, oh, well, we just want to be activating it before you actually see the camera so that it's yeah. ready and raring to go. Yeah. The other yeah, thing wow. that's been happening is also like the, which Apple's giving notifications for, but it's copy copying your clipboard. And so mm-hmm. apps will now notify you when they've copied from your clipboard. And so I think LinkedIn got done for copying um, a bunch from your clipboard um, and that was happening at like intervals. So, what and does then, that mean, Mace? Can you explain that for someone who doesn't? Well, so know so when you when you co- Thanks, when Josh. you when you select something and then you copy it mm-hmm. outside of LinkedIn, outside of LinkedIn. So any mm-hmm. any any you know selection on Safari or whatever, mm-hmm. or you're copying a message or whatever, they Apple will prompt you when an app reads what you copied. And so LinkedIn was caught. Um, because it will say like LinkedIn copied your clipboard or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll it'll tell you what app did it. And so LinkedIn got caught doing that, and they again said it was a bug. And then also TikTok got done for doing it as well. So oh, it's pretty TikTok. It's mm-hmm. what did it's they get done for? Apple's bloody kidnapping your six year old. Sorry, we just kidnapped your six year old. Well, the um, thing is, it's the um, Apple are doing a, like a, a decent job in creating a level of accountability. I think that's what's good about them not being in the... If they were in the social media space, yeah. it'd be a disaster. So, like, I, I like that there is um, a company that's keeping these 
social networks and apps mm. to account. And mm. do you remember, Josh, it was probably around the time you were working for Fifi and Jules. You mm-hmm. probably wrote an article for The Dirt. It was about Lindsay how Lohan. to turn off your phone's location settings because you could check where mm-hmm. you'd been. And yeah. it was like a, the first time that had come out. And they're like, if you go into this setting, this setting, this setting, you can see like where you were at 2 p.m. based on your GPS. And everyone's mind was just fucking blown. They're like, mm-hmm. this is disgusting. And then it kind of just, that's disappeared. I mean, that's yeah. still happening, right? Well, there's, there's, yeah, there's like, if you go into your Google account, you can see some of the privacy stuff there, but Google's well known for um, doing that. But there's even, like, I remember back in the day when Twitter first launched, uh, when someone would uh, tweet a photo, their EXIF data of that photo was still there. So you could, I could save the photo and because the iPhone would attach a GPS location, I could see exactly where that person mm. took that photo. And so they've done that. Oh, they've yeah. done a bunch of work in like stripping out all of that sort of EXIF metadata so you don't get mm. that information. But yeah, it's, um, that's, that's how that guy hacked um, Tony Abbott's frequent flyer account by mm-hmm. d- downloading the image and had all this data attached to it. Somehow he found it out. Yeah. Might have been a little while ago, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's still happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, and so, where does that? Where do you land on that? Well, I like think just you, um, with all of this sort of stuff, I think just uh, a wariness. So, you, like, there's the first stage. I think of like realizing, okay, this is happening, and then being comfortable with, okay, like, what what does this mean? What does this mean for the way that I, that I use my device? Does this mean like it, it's hard? I think it's just a good thing from a transparency perspective. But also, mm. the more awareness that we all have around this, it, until there's cha- until there's actual change in regards to user behaviour, all of these um, social networks are going to continue to do what they're doing, and it makes yeah. it makes sense if they can if they can make more money, um, th- then they will. Actually, on the on the more money thing, I got an email from um, someone who's in the radio industry. And they um they they emailed about the the Spotify the algorithm stuff the Spotify thing. They said um, it's interesting because you sound like the old farts complaining about how FM radio isn't the same now <laughs> that they don't play album tracks. The commercialism uh, that's com- commercialism for you. Podcasting will commercialize as other mediums have, and that can only be a good th- uh, thing. Surely, I think the thing that gets missed is like we're not against commercializing things it's about monopolies it's about duopolies like i think that that's the the bit that gets missed is as if we think everything should be some sort of hobby right don't mm. do you get that sense yeah. like i think that like, when no, i see you, what you mean so the the commercialization which mm-hmm. led to monopolies like in the radio industry i mean that's that's a is that even an industry you could look to as a comparison well, so what you can look at, so what you can look at is you could say, so that argument sort of says, okay, well, these things are happening. You don't have like you've just got to go, like go with it. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be, you know, uh, you're going to be left behind. And so, if you yeah. think about it, it's like, look at the the music industry, and you could say, okay, well, if you got on, like, if you don't go onto iTunes, you're like you're fucked. If you don't go on Spotify, you're fucked. But there, yeah. there's this other version, which is 
you can also have a part and have ownership on this sort of thing. And so what that means mm. is it's like you need to invest in your own technologies. You need to be able to compete. Like if you're wanting to, at the end of the day, because what we're talking about here is it's like is money and, and making money for brands and all that sort of thing, you do need to have a good product for brands. I think for us, what we're trying to do is it's like, okay, what about if we're an independent podcast network that has the best technology when it comes to being able to reach audiences that's outside of Spotify, outside of Apple Podcasts, mm. because it's less about the the algorithm in regards to like from an advertising perspective, but it's from a content perspective. The thing that I think is it's very hard being a Southern Cross Osteria or an ARN because what do, what do they do? Like, do they so Podcast One who um, SEA uh, licenses here in Australia? They weren't on Spotify, and then they reach a point where they're like, "Oh fuck, we've got to be on Spotify to be relevant." And I completely understand mm. that thinking, and that's what like we're on all of the platforms. But at the same time, what are you building? What are you creating? that then sits on its own that's outside of all these other bigger things. Mm. And, I mean, probably podcasting is an interesting one because radio didn't start as something that was, uh, you know, that anybody could do. It's always Mm. been something that you had to have a license for. So, podcasting has been this thing you could, anybody could start, but then the monopolies are starting to appear, which will Mm -hmm. mean there's a lot more picking going on. Spotify, choose you. To be the superstar. Um, and I so, mean, then it Apple- comes down to it. it. It actually is more about consumer habits than anything. So, it's like if, like whether we call it uh, podcasting or what like what we do, it's not too fucking dissimilar what we're doing to talk back radio or whatever it is. But I think that the important part of it is uh, protecting the actual medium. Like I think that people will say like the medium doesn't matter. Like it's all about content focus on content but the consideration is that the platform and the medium will dictate the way that the listener consumes that content mm. and so when you can change the context in 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 which the audience listens to the content you are reshaping the content and so you can't say that i'm just going to put something out into the world and uh, not focus on, you know, necessarily the medium, focus on doing, you know, good storytelling, all of these types of things. When at the audience end, it will be shifting. There is a, there's a big difference between uh, doing a five-minute piece that then go, like a five-minute segment that then goes to music than there is doing a, you know, 35, 40-minute uninterrupted Piece. So I think that the the thought around, ah, uh, don't worry about the medium. Everyone just worry about the content, is not too dissimilar to what's happening with Facebook, with Instagram. This is what we've been told for a long time. We we get told, focus on the content, do good content. But then all of a sudden we're like, hang on, I'm putting out all of this good content. I think that this is what people want, but it's not reaching people. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Okay, I'll put out a meme. So a meme like. It doesn't have any sort of brand value to it, but it's the lowest common denominator stuff. It's the stuff that everyone can relate to, just on even on a very superficial level. 
and you put that out there and that's like, oh, it got like we're getting a response now. We're getting all this reaction. We're getting feedback. We're getting comments. We're getting likes. Fuck. Do you know what? Like fuck doing the the piece that took you two hours. Mm. Why spend two hours doing a piece of content when you can do, when we can just spend two minutes photoshopping up some photo someone else took with a meme. Mm. And, and, and so this is, the, this is the consideration where it's like, I understand the appeal of focus on content and also the criticism or the feedback. Like I've heard this across the board when I speak to industry people about this who are especially in those bigger businesses. The, the biggest thing that I always hear is it's like, oh, Josh, but like, you know, this, this is like the commercial game, right? This is like the commercial thing that we're playing. And I think that what people don't underestimate is, or sorry, what people underestimate is that like every single day we're turning knobs, making adjustments to build a sustainable business that has sustainable revenue, that pays creators, that pays a team, mm-hmm. that puts creativity at like the the top of everything we do. And so I just think... All of this stuff is really relevant. And if we don't, if we just uh, dismiss it as, oh, this is something that like, yeah, you just got to, if you're not on Spotify, if you're not on these things, like you are going to be left behind. There is another version. And for me, that version is be there, but also be very wary of what's happening to your content. Be very wary of the knobs that they're turning and the things that they're doing. And so Mm -hmm. you need to be parallel with what's what's happening over there and building a sustainable model that then fits something where you have more control. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is, is the thought though from these people that sort of are in big businesses, big media brands that do say similar thing, is it that they think it's inevitable? It's, it's going to happen so you better do the deal with the devil and play the mm-hmm. game, so, play the algorithm game. And so, the, the reason, yes. And so, you can... You can be playing a finite game and an infinite game at the same time. You can have your infinite game and then realize that we need to play these finite games, whether it's charts or social uh, channels to be able to to build all of that stuff. I think part of it is like using the Southern Cross Oz stereo example. I've spoken about this before, but in 2013, uh, uh, Southern Cross Oz stereo came out with a product called Songul. And Songul was meant to be the competitor to Spotify. And this was Southern Cross Oz Stereo, rightly so, saying, hang on, we're, we're being disrupted here. And so we need to own part of this pie. We need to be doing something in this space. But then you, you think you, if you don't have the right strategy in place, you just can't compete because you end up being this exclusive thing that doesn't really do much. It doesn't have like the audience first. It doesn't take off because it's coming from a place of we just need to do something. We need to react and not thinking about what does the audience need? Where is the audience going? Um, I think like iHeart have done a better job in providing, you know, doing something in this in this space with their apps. Their own app that has yeah. access to all different types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it like a serious XM model, like but free? But they've got free, free access for. IHeart? No, I think like so for for um, iHeart, there they've done well in regards to 
licensing. So they've licensed to, you know, uh, you know Australian markets and they've got things going on where they're, they're owning the content and they're creating stuff and they're, they're also mm. using, if you look at what ARN are doing, they're using their radio platform to encourage people download the, the app and do all that sort of thing. And then, then they have a stake in that app and in that revenue. Um, mm. And so I just, like, if you look at, so Songle, before Songle started, they were called Anubis.fm. And that was a Sony, that was done by Sony as a way of saying, hang on, um, fuck, Spotify's doing this play. As the music industry, as a label, we need to do something. And so there's this constant reaction that happens where it's like disrupt yourself, but they don't like we see it time and time again. They're such a big ship. They're paying so much mm. money of all to all of these uh, radio hosts and all that. It's a very hard pill to swallow where they need to completely restructure the way they do business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say that it's 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 always going to be the case that there is someone or some out media brand or mm-hmm. platform at the top owning a majority. Like all the best minds are there to work out how to do that exact thing. Well, you don't have Get to be a- Spotify. You don't like the thing is that yeah. it's not be on Spotify, like be on Spotify or create your own Spotify. We can create like we've done the forecasting. We know that we can create a really good sustainable business that pays creators, mm. that does all of those sorts of things based on a model where it's like you're owning the content, you're even owning the advertising channels too. You're, you are uh, – and so I think that there's a, a consideration there where it gets lost around podcasting where because podcasting started as this small thing, it's it's sort of it, – it feels similar to say the um, – the blogging industry, right? When so like when blogs are happening and then you're seeing, you know, your BuzzFeeds come up and all that sort of thing, you see bloggers, you know, just a, a few individuals or whatever behind their computer getting pissed off that like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is like not what blogging is. Blogging's changed. And I think that to the point of this email that you could lump what I'm saying and simplify it to a level where it's like this is – this is a hobbyist or someone who is romanticized with the medium. Don't focus on the medium. Like who gives a fuck? Like, like, and I get it. If you're, if you're someone who it's like people's obsession with radio, like the, 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 the love of radio, the love of like, if, if, if people took that energy of their love of radio and applied it to like love of like building creative things for audiences, it's mm-hmm. such a fucking small shift, but it would completely change the way they they do business. Yeah, yeah, it open a lot of lot of doors. What yeah. do you think, Mace? Well, you you mentioned yesterday around the stuff mm-hmm. where Spotify is. If you're an artist, like a music artist, you're being mm-hmm. paid to put your stuff on there. But the whole podcasting platform is free content for them and so they've got their own you know streaming ad insertion tech that's available for brands to advertise with spotify and so i guess like the importance of being able to 
I guess, yeah, control your channels and just be cautious of what those bigger platforms are doing. Mm-hmm. And I think there are, like, there's a bunch of tech coming out. So there's, there's like a new sort of directory for podcasts that steps away from what Apple's doing because a lot of the podcast mm-hmm. apps are based on Apple's podcast directory. And so I think... And so what that means, TJ, is it's like, imagine mm-hmm. there's... Apple was the... When podcasting started... Uh, Adam Curry talks about this, who's sort of um, seen as the founder of podcasting. You know, he was the he, he was on Joe Rogan uh, mm. recently. I think it was episode uh, two in his new studio. But the uh, they call him the the Godfather of podcasting. Exactly. And I, I said I thought Charlie <laughs> Charlie <laughs> was <laughs> Godfather. And um, so the the uh, the index that whole like so an index is just like a list of every single podcast that's out there, right? Uh, they they did a deal with uh, Steve Jobs where they're like, Apple can have that, right? And so Apple became the index. And what that yeah. means, what does it mean to be an index? It means if you're using an app like Pocket Casts or if you're using these other aggregate uh, aggregates or aggregators, they would use Apple as a way of being like, what podcasts are out there? And so all of a sudden, this medium that could be open it's feeds through one yeah. central location. And it's just mm. like, it's at Apple's win that, you know, removing stuff and all that. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there's... And so, there's is, a new index is what you were yeah, saying. So, so there, there's a new open index that's, you know, it's meant to be sort of that decentralized away from one organization sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, I think, like what you're saying, Josh, there needs to be a caution around what the bigger companies are doing with your stuff and on the iHeart um, media and iHeart radio stuff, like being able to actually have your own channel or actually realize what channels you're distributing your stuff in and what's happening in those different channels, whether mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Spotify putting an ad in the future in, in your actual, you know, content. I think just being cautious and wary of, of what's happening with your content is, yeah, what needs to happen. And the, the mm. other thing too to keep in mind is, uh, Facebook did this, YouTube ha- has done this. They will come out at some point, Spotify, and they will say, we're making it easier for uh, podcasters to make money. And what they'll say is, we are now doing ad share across all of the, the podcasts. So you can make real money through putting your podcasts up there. Spotify bought a company called Anchor, Anchor was seen as a as a host, as a podcast host. So when you put up a podcast, it has to be hosted somewhere. And the thing that Anchor did really well was they made it this app. It's like this social network. It's really easy to do voice calls, uh, like leave voice messages for the podcasters. They provided all these features. And then what they said is we're going to make it really, really easy to put ads on your content. You don't control what the CPM is, so the cost per thousand downloads that you get in regards to you know what you get paid. You don't even you don't even really get a say in regards to whether an ad gets played or or doesn't get pa- pl- played. And so Spotify have bought Anchor. So if you think about what Anchor represented, then you look at what Spotify has bought. I have no doubt that what's going to happen in the next two years is what's happening on YouTube right now. We're on YouTube, 
but we don't believe in like I, I noticed yesterday we got demonetized on one of our videos and it's like <laughs> that what they're saying what youtube is saying is uh for this video you can't make money off it and what we're saying is it's like okay we're going to be on youtube we'll play that game we'll we'll do that that's fine but we'll also be on our own platforms and not only will we be on our own platforms but we'll control the advertising and not only will we control the advertising, but we'll give brands the best technology in regards to how they reach their audiences. And not only that, the risk like YouTube or Spotify would say, okay, there's this thing called brand safety. So if you talk about a certain topic, McDonald's or whatever the company is, doesn't want it. Like, so uh, Qantas don't want to advertise against uh, a, a episode about a plane crash. That's fine. The thing is that what we're doing as independents is giving brands all of that sort of stuff. But rather than getting a CPM, so a cost per thousand of $10, $15 based on what a Spotify or a YouTube will give you, we can get 50 bucks. And so this is, this is the whole thing where I think the reason why I bring all of this up is because, not because I'm like gloating that I think that we're doing the right strategy, but I, because- there are so many people who are getting started today and they should just be wary of what the machine is that they're playing into. Mm. And it's not be a hobbyist, don't care about money or join these things blindly. Mm. There's this other hybrid, which is understand the context of the industry and then create a great sustainable business that you know can't just be, you know, shifted or changed depending on the monopoly or duopoly that we're dealing with. Mm. And then there's a bunch of people that the other approach is too, is too hard or not right for them. So, they will mm-hmm. play the, the one presented by the Spotify. Or well, they'll come YouTube. to us. This is the other yeah. thing too. So, we're do, like we, we are providing revenue share for creators, but we give them a bunch of other things too. We give them support. We give them coaching. We give them, uh, you know, a platform distribution and so this is the thing there is Mm. there is the other hybrid it's like why would you go to a network and so uh, if you are thinking about going to an iheart or an acast or a podcast one or a big media company whatever it is you need to ask the same questions which is like what are you what are they giving what's the what's the transaction that's happening the Mm. transaction that happens with what we do is we take a percentage of revenue. We look after everything. We look at, look after sales, which is very common. There's, there's nothing, nothing mm. revolutionary about that. But then we'll have conversation. Like we have content meetings every single week. You're working with, like think about with Tully and how much you're closely you're working and developing and doing all that sort mm. of thing. And so that's the exciting thing for me is bringing that model with, you know, everything else. I just wanted yeah. to clarify because I think it could be you could easily think that we're just some hobbyists who are um, <laughs> a bit blind to what's happening. Yeah, yeah. There's there's multiple approaches. I like it. And then this, the, I mean, that hasn't even brought into account the censorship stuff that we were speaking to yesterday about mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, um, which then, yeah. So you could go down that rabbit hole of reasons why these these big companies mm-hmm. are damaging for creators and uh, inf- sharing information 
on e- either side. So, I mean, does, is there what else is is there anything outside of the medium of podcasting that is uh, has been unaffected by these big companies? In, in I the think past? everything has. So, there's a whole. We spoke. The, uh, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday about email. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there are a bunch of uh, petitions, but also uh, working groups that are working against what Google are doing when it comes to how they sort your inbox. And so, what Google has done is Google have provided, have created algorithms for your inbox. And so, if you go into your inbox, if you're in Gmail, you'll see uh, what's the tabs, Mace? There's a marketing tab. There's a. Uh, I, I've got it turned off. Yeah. There's, no. There's a. There's a bunch of just like ways to separate them out based on the context of the email. Promotions. So mm-hmm. Promotions. Yeah. Promotions. Social. Social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the. This is the thing. All of a sudden, Gmail or Google is controlling what our email does, and it's based mm. on convenience. So what happens? Like, oh, this is so convenient, because now. Google or Gmail is only going to show me the things that I want to see. But then what does that do to small businesses? If you're a small business and you got someone's email address and now all of a sudden that customer isn't seeing your email because you have been put into the marketing category, what does that do? So, TJ, this is the thing. There is very few options Mm. and opportunities around the... Uh, where we haven't uh, been affected by algorithms. And I think the thing is that algorithms can be used in a positive way too. We are using algorithms for the things that we do as well. I'm a robot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like we're using them as well, but I think that there needs to be an intentionality to it. And we also need to just make sure that we are diversified in the way that we so for instance it's it's like facebook um uh even um, was it uh myanmar where they talked about that in um yes uh social dilemma it's like well, yeah. when someone gets a new phone the first thing it gets installed is facebook yeah from the by telco the person, like by the yeah. person who's setting it up and, yeah. s- and so what does that do all of a sudden they think the fucking internet is facebook and this is what's happening. All of a sudden, people think that Spotify is podcasting. Spotify's only been doing podcasting for fucking a year and a half or two years. It's mm-hmm. like Spotify, uh, podcasting has been around since 2005, 2004. So like- and if you uh, were if you were Spotify, you would mm-hmm. want people to think that. Spotify is it's doing the exact- if I, Spotify is doing the exact thing that Spotify should be doing for its shareholders. Spotify <laughs> is doing exactly what Apple- was unable to do based on Apple being a big company and not needing to do it. But do you know who else is playing in the podcast game now? Amazon. And then oh, if yeah, you look at Amazon, they recently. Yeah, if you look at what Amazon, like you, you want to look at the terms and conditions of what Amazon says in regards to to podcast. Oh, what, were, what were they saying, Mace? Uh, so you can't you can't badmouth um, any Amazon like home like their home brand Amazon. Um, products in your podcast if you want to mm-hmm. list it on there. They've just got outrageous things dictating a bunch of ads and content 
um, that you put out on their platform. But look, I mean, the outrage. I would thing, be a dirty, dirty little boy and do a exclusive show for them, reviewing any product, every product at Whole Foods. I'll do that. <laughs> that would be a show. <laughs> that I'd do. do. Yeah, non-perishable because it would have pro to Amazon. <laughs> pro Amazon show. Where's my blind no, spot with this stuff? Long. Do you think though, like, like what's the? I think. Set, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, what do you everyone. Think? It's inevitable. It mm-hmm. you're you're pushing against something that is you're playing an algorithm at all of these different levels. So which one are you up for? So it's not pushing, and right? So I think that, that this is the clear thing. This is the distinction. This is the bit that will be the difference between me being absolutely crazy and s- stupid and us being successful is it's like it's not a push it's a it's it's recognizing it's 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 looking all around making strategic decisions based on all of those types of things everyone wants it to be an all or nothing it's either like you're for spotify and you're on spotify you can be on spotify and being like you know what spotify for us is the version of a billboard so Mm. fucking 10 years ago you had to pay for like for eyeballs and so there is a sense that spotify at the moment is giving eyeballs that we can or uh, ears that we can then convert to our own fucking brand and that's why like having a brand having something that's connecting with audiences so something that's Mm. actually that if you if we were to go would be missed that's what you need Mm. to do right you need brand equity this is why joe rogan gets over a hundred million dollars. It's because he's got brand equity. Mm. And so it isn't about like, yes, you're right. Like uh, to a lot of extent, it isn't about the medium, but it is about brand. And within brand, it's how are you using the medium? We've had like, just because you're good at TikTok, you might be really great at TikTok. You might be, you know where this is going, Mace. You might be really good at TikTok. You might be really good at creating fucking six second videos on vine or whatever it is doesn't mean you can talk for 45 minutes and so this is the great thing is like fucking tiktokers coming out with podcasts and they're the most boring thing that you've ever seen um and so anyway i've had a coffee can you tell <laughs> i finished it before i fired walk up. and coffee. i'm fired up fired up does no, that's that ex- great does that explain no, everything? the reason so- i bring it up is because also i don't want to be misconstrued or these things to be overly simplified and i recognize that when i do a mm. five minute conversation it we don't connect enough of the dots to paint a picture mm, that mm. actually makes any sense for anyone that doesn't have context mm. Mm. i mean but the the there's a high chance of continuing to be misunderstood mm-hmm. when you're talking about stuff that you like you're believing in it mm-hmm. and you you are doing all the dot connecting which is giving you a context and then there's something else there that you're having to think is the way it is, which people will always think there's a blind spot there mm-hmm. if they haven't done that work and it's not your job to get other like people to do the got, work. And everyone's got blind spots and everyone's got different versions of... Someone on um, our studio tour, uh, I was looking at the comments, they said... Uh, someone said, how, the they, how can they do... It? Yeah, no, this is this is another one. I was just like, I wonder, what, I wonder what people are saying. Yes. They're like fucking... Someone's like, ah. Oh, uh, someone had written back to a criticism of like, you know, well, well, these guys only have 10K or whatever. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, and yeah, someone's yeah. like, uh, parents, parents' money or whatever. I just write, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you can see the blind spots, right? You can see the the story that some, like, 
for for us thinking thinking about a year ago and the struggles we had and what we had to do to try and make it work to, and like so that makes me pr- proud but the other thing that it, yeah. what it does is it's like i feel bad for the person who that is the story that they've told because if you really believe that our parents are footing the bill for this fucking dumb <laughs> thing that we're doing, you're you're poorly mistaken. And so yeah. I think that um, look, we're speaking for ourselves here, not Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different story. <laughs> Mason's, uh, that kid Mason is totally bankrolled. Home, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're we're thank you to Mason's parents. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. for the for putting a roof over his head, yeah, yeah. keeping yeah. him healthy. Not many sick days so far. It's been yeah. great. It has been great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, so quickly, I mentioned at the front, uh, Jasna on uh, on YouTube. She sent us an email. Yeah. Uh, what was the actual contents of the email? Oh, th- was it about the? It was. It was. It was a reply to the uh, email that you sent out over the weekend. That's right. And yeah. she signed off the morning pages that somehow got sent to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the morning. <laughs> what rant. you said in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, TJ, did you notice what happened? What was at the end of that email? No, I did see the email from her, but I mustn't have read to the... It was not much in there. Mm-hmm. And what did it say at the bottom? Did I miss the bottom bit? Yeah, she said, she signed off and she said, uh, you know, thanks or whatever. Yaz. Yaz. Yeah. And Jazz, so, we've, we've, we've been saying Jasna. <laughs> I think it's Yasna. I think it's Yasna. <laughs> I said the exact uh, well, same thing to Grace. <laughs> You put a J at the start, you're going to convince people it's Jasna. Because well, I have a friend called Jasna, spelt exactly the same. Are you it's trying a to, are you slamming Jasna saying that she is in fact Jasna, not a Yasna? Because <laughs> so why, na- why is her name written Jasna and <laughs> yes. she signed off Yaz, which is a nickname? Yaz is a nickname. And she's just said it in the comments. Yaz, Yaz is, is my, is my nickname. nickname. So, to, so if Yaz is a nickname, if, if Jasna was her name, wouldn't her nickname be Jazz? Yes, but then and it's so like Amos. Nickname- Amos. How do you get to Amos from Amy? Amy. Amos. Yeah. And then Mossy. I call her Mossy. So, how do you get to Mossy? Oh, well, Mossy? that's just ridiculous at that point. Yeah, but this is nicknames are ridiculous. Mr. 97. So, Jasna. Ja- Jasna. Is, it, is it Yasna or Jasna? We just need just clarification. Let us know and spell the, yeah. Jasna with a Y just for it. If like, it is. If it is, just so we can be clear. <laughs> Anyway, so so th- that was something that had been on my mind as well. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's sorted. Her name's Jasna. <laughs> Jasna. Jasna. Pronounced Jasna. J is pronounced Y in I'm Serbian. She's Serbian. Yeah. There we go. Jasna. So you okay, TJ? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thanks for gone emailing Jasna. Thanks for emailing. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll call you Jasna because. Yeah. Um, you know. I mean, people uh, people that do come to this country that oh, make their names easier. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It makes a lot of sense. If you're going to come to our country, you go on, what are you saying? <laughs> no, no, but it's, it is interesting when, when you choose to go uh, easier name it. that well, it's is the Dan same. Illich I like Yasna. I know I know a Yasna as well. But do you think and that so maybe Yazzie? We never, used to call her Yazzie. That was but, great. But maybe Yaz has never actually, like what you're implying there is like just to make life easy, she said that her name's Jasna to us, but we've just always called her... We've never so heard her pronounced, name. It's a, yeah. yeah, so J is Y in Serbian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you, so then that is... Yeah, the translation is Jasna, which makes sense to then just replace it because everyone's going to get fucking... Jasna. Because yep, her name's Jasna. not Jasna. It's Jasna, but it's... It is Jasna. 
It is no? Yasser. But then it's Jay. Yeah, the conversion's the fucking bit that's tricking us all, isn't it? It is. <laughs> yeah. So I which one so are you okay with Jasna with a J? I think we just say Yasna. I think we just, just use say your actual surely. name. Surely. I mean, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty next Yaz. level move to be like, no, your name's this, but I will be calling you this. Yeah. Like, that sounds like fucking 1995 at the pub, doesn't it? It's fucking... I'm Jasna What's your name? You guys. Too hard, I'm calling you John. Oh, she's thrown a spanner in the works. She's now changed the S to a Z. I'm Jasna to you guys. Oh, Jasna. Because <laughs> oh, the way that we... <laughs> oh, no. Because we do it as a Yaz, Jasna. Yaz, 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 Yasna. Yasna. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everyone. Uh, yeah, I've got no, no call to action. No. Thanks Other for coming. Email us with I, your real name if you if we've yeah. been booking it for the <laughs> last six months. Aren't we glad <laughs> that we had Mace on so I could just talk for forty minutes? <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, I expect a follow no, up email from the person that sent yeah. through that. Well, one. no, I'll just send this. I'll just send. Hey, mate, you, I responded. Um, I, that's, no, I th- it's it's a good thing to talk about. I mean, people mm-hmm. need to people need to be aware of it if they are creating stuff and mm-hmm. you know want to mm-hmm. be on right. platforms. Or they don't, the and they don't have to give a fuck, and they just mm-hmm. continue doing their path because yeah. that is a lot of people's paths, right? And this, this is, is also, our path. The other thing, and is that's the, their path. The person who emailed was extremely nice, and it's this classic case of you just take the the one bit that you don't agree with or whatever and just double down on it. Turn it into so a 40 <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for the email. It was very Mate, nice. And I yeah, appreciate we it. need a show a day and thank you for delivering <laughs> yeah, the show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because the, um, uh, the marijuana bit didn't, didn't really go long, you know? There wasn't really much to it. Um, all right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Have a good one and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. See you guys.